It's time for Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Warriors Wrap Up brought to you by Realtor.com. John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson with you live from Oracle Arena. Wow. After that game, Guru, we got to take a deep breath. Yeah, what that was Ali Frazier. I inside mean, this building, Warriors Ooh. win it 129-127 over the Clippers. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Guru, that is the phone number to participate in the wow. program. And, man, you had stars doing what stars do down the stretch of that game with Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant scoring the final 13 for the Warriors on this night and Curry brings it home with half a second to go with the layup to give the Warriors the win. Yeah, when you look at the history of the league and the best one-two punches, you think of Magic and Kareem, Jordan Pippen. Well, Golden State Warrior fans driving in your car at home, you have one-two in Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. I mean, it's incredible how they're trading off, you know, the the, the, the game-clinching shots. And what Steph Curry did tonight, J.D., was phenomenal and left the Clippers with .5 seconds left broke their heart but this was a great game I feel like I need a shout well you see it time and time again anytime a big man is going to come out on Stephen Curry <sighs> it's pretty much a wrap whether or not he's going to take a three-pointer or whether or not he's going to get all the way to the basket and when Montrez Harrell came out onto Stephen Curry on that switch and you have but Draymond, at the bear. Draymond is- Green clearing out Avery Bradley <sighs> it, it was a it was a wide open lane really for Stephen Curry to to get that shot I thought the Clippers were going to try to build a wall and, and make it difficult for Steph Curry. I thought Steph might settle for the jumper, but Harold kind of baited him like, I dare you to do something. And that's when Steph went down the yellow brick road and came up with gold. Yeah, and it capped a 42-point night for Stephen Curry as he goes 12 for 22. He hit 6 of 15 from 3. He's not hogging the ball, J.D., 22 shots. Just two assists tonight for Stephen Curry, but the Warriors were able to get their assists from other players, including Kevin Durant, who wound up with five. Draymond Green led all Warriors with six assists in this game. But tonight was a night where, and another night, I think, where you look at this game and the Clippers are a pretty good team with a lot of good players that play very well together. And for the Warriors to win a game when they allow the opponent to shoot 18 for 23 from three-point range. That sounds like 75%. 78%. Whoa! How about 78%? And you lose the game! 78%. And NBA, never has that happened in the NBA before, a team with that amount of attempts to hit that high a percentage. They got to be sick, J.D. They have to. I thought we were going to see the second game between these two teams going overtime. And I'm going to say one more thing. We saw the young Kings come in here, and we said, oh, if the Warriors meet them in the playoffs, it will be exciting. And here I go again, adding to that list, if the Clippers get the Warriors in the playoffs, it'll be exciting. My theme, J.D., is I think teams have closed the gap against the Warriors. And there's a DeMarcus Cousins factor, which could take this team to another stratosphere. But until we see that, I think teams are playing the Warriors. They're giving them all they got. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. If you want to weigh in on this one, Warriors win at 129-127 over the Clippers uh, at Oracle Arena. The Warriors have won 8 of 10 for as much as 
we've kind of been throwing around what's going on with this team, what's wrong with this Warriors team, and there are some individuals that maybe aren't okay. shooting the basketball well, but collectively, this Warriors team has won 8 of 10. You throw out the first game when Stephen Curry came back. I'm throwing it out right now. December 1st. Okay. And then you follow that up with the next 10 since then, and the Warriors have won 8 of those 10. The only losses were consecutive Wednesday nights with the Raptors in this building and then going to Salt Lake City last Wednesday. Well, and my the Warriors friend, I ask you, why does it feel like the sky's falling in Warriorville? Is it because we want to see all three of the big three, Mr. Clay Thompson, who's struggling right now from deep? He just seems a tad bit off, J.D. Why does it seem like it's worse than it is? I, I think you hit part of it, which is the fact that I think there are a lot of teams that have improved. And they're not blowing teams out by 30 that we've been, you know, sitting in the third quarter. The starters, that's the, not happening. The Warriors are in a position where they still get everybody's best shot on a night-in, night-out basis. But, look, I think the Clippers are a pretty good team. They, they represented lose, themselves they, well They tonight. lose this game. They're 19-14. and 14. I think they're actually a cut above okay. that group of middlings. They're not at the top. Tier, I'll which, take them over Portland right now. Uh, but they're yeah, and they're a cut above the the middling teams, the San Antonios, the Memphises, the Dallases, the Sacramentos, all those teams kind of lingering right around the the 500 mark. You've got the Pelicans and the Timberwolves even below those teams at this point. The Rockets and the Jazz are kind of in that mix. I think the Clippers right now are better than both of those teams. Now is that going to be how it winds up at the end of the year? I'm not sure, but I look, I thought the Warriors to only be down at four points at halftime, 71-67, with the Clippers shooting 13 for 16 from three-point range. That's absolutely, to, to be in the game. And I don't they, know if I've seen that. They've lived at the free throw line in the first half. I think it was 28 free throws in the first half for the Warriors, and they hit 24 of them, and that kept them in the ball game. And the fact that the Warriors didn't turn the basketball over I'm gonna say something for the game, the Warriors, while the assists weren't on par with what we saw last night, the Warriors 22 assists but only seven turnovers in the game tonight. And, I, and also the Warriors had 43-point attempts, which – that's my number, J.D. I just like when they're being ultra-aggressive from deep. But this is the second night in a row that the Warriors were down, came back, had a fourth-quarter lead, up nine. Lou Williams goes out, and yet the Clippers tied the game. And my nitpicking when I'm a bit concerned of how teams are, are taking it to the end when it looks like the Warriors are ready to run away and, and, and seal the deal. It's the NBA. Mm. This is the NBA. The new NBA. This is the NBA. I mean, look, th these teams come out and, at least against the Warriors, compete at the highest level most nights. And I, I, I really do believe that it's more about, especially these last two games, it's more about, okay, yeah, maybe Klay Thompson's not shooting at a high percentage. Maybe Draymond Green's not hitting shots. Maybe the Warriors' bench is a little more up and down gotcha. than it's been in, in recent times, and, and they don't have the scoring punch that maybe they'll have at some point during well, the season. They're missing Clay's production. But when you look at it overall, I still think you've got teams that are coming in, and they're knocking down threes, and they're playing a more open style, and I think they're more used to and more comfortable just playing that style that the Warriors have been playing for a number of years, so you get more runs in games. You mm. get more... 
you get more quarters where a team can can get the Warriors 35-31 here and there. Uh, but look, tonight to me it was a tale of the two halves as far as the three-point shot goes. When the Warriors were only down four at the half and the Clippers were 13 for 16 from three, I thought the Warriors are going to win this game. And I actually thought the Warriors are going to win this game going away. Mm. And as it turned out, the Warriors did have that nine-point lead going to the fourth quarter, but the Clippers got the first six of the fourth. Uh, the Warriors wound up, uh, you know, the Clippers ended up tying the game. The Warriors went ahead. It was really just back and forth. The Clippers up 117-116 with 425 to go. The Warriors took a timeout. They came out. It got back up eight. Uh, and it KD looked, hit his uh, infamous, it, it, I'm just going to shoot over you because I'm KD. Absolutely. You had the Curry four-point play in there, which gave the Warriors a five-point lead. Then Durant hit the three. So back-to-back, you had those two plays. But the Clippers, they keep coming. Gallinari hits a three. I like their team, J.D. They, they got nice length. Let, let, me, let me ask you this. I know it's not Clipper radio. You, I, and Steiny. Uh, you, Stani, and I talk all the time about the new NBA and the evolution of the three ball. If the Clippers were on fire from deep, why only hoist up 23 threes? I think that might have hurt you. Am I wrong to question that? Only they have the answer as to why they shot seven three-pointers in the second half. Mind-boggling. Yeah, I mean, only they have the answer uh, to that. And you, know, the, you look, I mean, it benefited the Warriors. No, You're right, we're not right, doing right. Clipper postgame. Yeah, right. Exactly. I got you. 888 957 957 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. 888-957-
barring significant injuries, I don't even think it's close. Okay, speaking of injury, and you know I'm quick to overreact, what went through your mind when KD went down and was holding that that leg or ankle? I was I thought the worst. I was surprised that he just he kind of shook it off and and kept going. But he going. stayed there for a, you know a millisecond. Yeah, I was two milliseconds. For, I was for, like, oh no. For a second, you're thinking, okay, he's going to have to come out oh. and he's going to go to the locker room, which he did at one point. Oh, yeah, I did see that. And he did come back, and he had ice all over that. He's he was had his foot in an ice bucket uh, in the locker room after the game. Uh, but for him to come back into the game, you got to keep an eye on it the next couple of days always. When you have an ankle like that, a lot of times it's easier to play through it, and then the next day it it might be a bowling ball, and then you go, well, wait a minute, 24 hours from now might be difficult. But I think it's certainly a good sign that he was able to stick it out and stay in the game. Draymond Green took a, a spill where it looked like you know his hip was bothering him he, there for a, a second. He's a junkyard dog. He doesn't get hurt much. And he got he got back up and, and kind of shook it off there as well. So, no, I, I, there were a couple of minor injury scares there. But for Durant to remain in the game, get it checked out, come back, and play as well as yeah. he did, I mean, that's another monster, monster performance you know, from a guy that's just, just been a tremendous player for this Warriors team. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Let's go ahead and hear from the fans, brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952, and we... Start with Dave in Berkeley here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Dave, you are on Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com. Wow, what a game. That was awesome. I was at the game with my five family members, my three kids and my wife. We had such a fantastic time. It's so great to be a Warriors fan. How, how about Steph just stepping up and winning that game for us, huh? Amazing. That's something else. Amazing. It's what MVPs do. It's so true. Is this a uh, first-round playoff preview right here? Right now, the Clippers are a little bit better than that. Yeah, uh, semifinals. Yeah, maybe, this huh? isn't a this isn't a two-seven or a one-eight. At this point, the Clippers actually with the loss, they fall all the way down to sixth in a pretty jumbled up conference. But they're actually tied with the Lakers and the Blazers. And I think he for wants four, to see five, more. and six. Yeah. So and I think into the play, caller wants to see more between these two. And I do too, JD. Yeah, coming into play, the Clippers were fourth, and, and we appreciate the call, uh, Dave. Dave's line open for you if you want to chime in at triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Yeah, you're going to need to be keeping an eye on. I mean, really, from fourth all the way down to fourteenth, it it's it's fluctuating. But you've got some teams that are, are gaining a little bit of separation. Oklahoma City has joined Denver, and the Warriors are in that mix with a couple of games separation, three in the loss column right now between Oklahoma City slash the Warriors and the Lakers in that group that have 14 losses. Yeah, and I don't want to It would be fun, get... though. It's open basketball. And that's maybe that's what why I'm saying every team that comes in here, J.D., is is keeping the Warriors in, you know, keeping it a game. And I'm talking about the bench, but I don't want to get uh, mushy or melancholy on you and Tim Jordan tonight, but Christmas has come for early for all three of us because we get to watch this team on a nightly basis at home. Kevin Durant, 32 points. I mean, 30 five points tonight Steph Curry 42 do you think we take it for granted JD sometimes I, I think I think sometimes we, we take for granted thinking that that we're just going to see dominance every night I'm gonna throw out MVP for Steph Curry is that is that ludicrous at this point 
I think he deserves to be in the conversation if he continues to play at the level he has and doesn't have another 10-game stretch where he doesn't play. I asked Tim Roy that last week. He said the exact same thing. It's If, if he continues to play at this level – and especially if he has some signature yeah, moments, too, ahead. like this tonight. Is one. Tonight's a signature moment. And look, the one thing we haven't talked about yet, and we'll get into it coming up here, the Clippers are a feisty team. And the Clippers <laughs> wanted to make it physical yeah. on the Warriors tonight. There was a little chippiness. They got some goons. And, and with Doc Rivers, and he's got a team of guys that like to Beverly. be a little chippy. And mm-hmm. they thought they were getting a little chippy with Curry. And Curry wound up getting the last laugh tonight. So we'll get into that as well at 888-957-9570. We'll hear from Draymond Green and from Kevin Durant as well. But more of your phone calls coming up. Warriors win it 129-127 right here on 95.7 The Game. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors wrap up from Oracle Arena. John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson. Warriors win a thriller, one twenty nine, one twenty seven. That was a fun basketball game. Whole, I wanted OT. Whole lot of offense, a lot of three point shooting. Eighteen on the Clippers side, Chippiness. fourteen on the Warriors side. Chippiness, which we're going to get into in just a moment, because Doc Rivers has a bunch of guys that play with chips on their shoulder, and he likes to coach guys that who ha- that have a chip on their shoulder. And I think Doc Rivers has always believed that if you can be physical with the Warriors, mm. that's a key to maybe being able to beat them uh, on a given night. So I think there was a little bit of edge to the game. Draymond had his. That brought out some edge in the Warriors, which like sometimes – you go through the slog of a yeah. season, and the Warriors don't always play with that edge. I thought Warriors the Warriors played come out and play <laughs> like they wanted it tonight, uh, and it was a good ball game, fun ball game, a little bit erratic in the first half with all the three point or a all lot the, of scoring, all the free throw shooting rather, just stopping the game. Yeah. I think it lacked some flow because there were so many free throws in the second half, not as much of that, and the game had a better flow. I thought coming down the stretch. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Uh, we'll get to more phone calls coming up, but first we'll get to our play of the game. It's time for the play of the game. He got it! Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 1030 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Down to 10 seconds, Curry back to the basket toward midcourt. Calls over Draymond. Screen set, Curry guarded by Harrell with three, with two. Down the lane to the rim, spins it up and in! It's good! Point five on the clock! The Clippers call timeout. Potential game winner for Steph Curry. There could be only one play of the game on a night like tonight, Guru. Visit Putnam Cadillac, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC in Burlingame featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV or visit PutnamGM.com. I just wonder, I just wonder when DeMarcus Cousins comes back, J.D., what dimension he takes the Golden State Warriors offense to. It's just, it's killing me every time. And we're not going to know for another four to five to six weeks, maybe eight weeks. But the sooner the better because I'm, I don't want to judge him knowing that they're not at full strength, if that makes sense, because he's a dynamic player. 
Listen tomorrow at 10.30 on 95.7 The Game and know the play of the game, and that's how you win. Well, there you go. And it's an easy one to remember tonight. Somebody, so yeah. listen and call in when they ask for the play of the game. That'll be tomorrow, 10.30. Who's in your spot tomorrow? I know you and Steiny had the day off tomorrow. I want to say Kolsky and uh, Shasky. All right. Kolsky I'm going to double check. I'm putting that out on the airwaves. I, I thought I only, the only reason I asked that, I, I thought you, you put me No, no, no. I thought you had it earlier. You said it earlier, <laughs> but I couldn't remember. Keep but talking. 10.30. Kolsky tom- and Urban. How about Kolsky that? Kolsky and Urban there tomorrow, 10.30, 95.7 well, the game. Christmas is, Eve. You and Steiny enjoy the holiday. Uh, but know the play of the game, which, again, is a very easy one to remember at 10.30, and you can be a winner. 888 Let's go ahead and hear from Stephen Curry. He hit the game winner, mm. and we'll see if he addresses some of the chippiness <laughs> and the double technical between him and Patrick Beverly. I try not to predetermine stuff unless you're really you know, feeling and you want to get a three off, but for the most part, it's just a feel thing and um, just make your mind up at the point of attack. And the muscle memory takes over whether you're driving or, or trying to, you know, create for a, a shot. So <clears throat> yeah, I don't. There's no s- special sauce to it. It's just a matter of you know having your full skill set at your disposal and just being decisive. Besides the extra point that you get, those four point plays seem to do something for you that's physical and visible. What does it do when you get those going? Uh, I mean, it's just a big momentum play. Um, when, when you, you can make a shot, obviously, is especially at home, it gets the crowd into it. You don't see them that that often. Uh, we had two of them tonight, so it's kind of they were key in terms of uh, just ramping up the energy in the building. And uh, for us, you know, as a team, and my I, I kind of lost my mind for a second because I didn't think I had enough to get it there after I got fouled, and it kind of surprised me that it went in. Um, so just have a reaction to that. But for the most part, it's just. You have enough time for everybody to get into it, you know, celebrate the play, set up your defense after you make the free throw and keep it moving. Steph, you talked about being decisive and reading the defense. What did you see on that last shot, the game winner, and kind of take us through that final play? Yeah, I knew we wanted to get try to get a switch on the pick and roll, and I had a lot of space. We had shooters pretty much everywhere on the floor, um, and I was able to get, you know, into the middle of the paint. It's almost like the first question, just a matter of being decisive and just understanding I got, you know, an open lane, try to get to the basket, make a play. Draymond did a great job of sealing. Uh, I think it was Avery Bradley at the at the rim so that I could, you know, finish, you know, uh, underneath Montrez's contest. And there wasn't any hesitation on that play, just, you know, knowing what you want to do and, and trying to execute. Steph, did you get an explanation as to why they teed you up? Yeah, he said I flexed at Patrick, which uh, was a misinterpretation of what I was doing. I flex as a joke all the time. Obviously, I have nothing really to work with. So um, I was looking at the ground and kind of celebrating an offensive rebound, which I rarely get. He just happened to be standing there, um, had a reaction to it. I told Pat, you got to do what you got to do if you felt felt it was uh, directed at you, but it wasn't. But um, it is what it is. Yeah, what was he saying to you? Who? All right. Nothing. Good try, though. <laughs> uh, Steph, what what will it be like? Kind of. Uh, first of all, how much have, how much of the Lakers have you seen this season, and what will it be like seeing LeBron Laker uniform in, 
with this new team. We saw them in preseason. Obviously, they'll be a different team and probably uh, <clears throat> much more organized in terms of what they're trying to do. But, you know, we've, we've seen him a lot over the last four years, and uh, it'll be a fun atmosphere. We played on, uh, him and his team on Christmas the last, what, I think the last four years, including this year. So um, it'll be a fun atmosphere, fun game. The whole Bay Area, you know, Southern California vibe kind of reignited a little bit, so it should be fun. When you get when you get 42 on mostly two guys that are known for their defense, is there a little something extra in terms of satisfaction level there? Good try. Those are great questions. It's a good, good try, though. Stephen Curry there having a little bit of fun. Not falling for it, Jay. Not falling for it. There's going to be plenty of time for all of that <laughs> throughout the course of the, of the remainder of the season. Uh, the flex, the double technical on the flex. Curry gets an offensive rebound. He flexes. Beverly didn't like the flex, so he kind of tried to smack the ball away. What'd you think of that? Uh, Beverly needs Curry. Curry doesn't need Beverly. That's what Patrick does. Steph dropped forty-two, and you give me if I give you a pin, you got one in your hand. Three guys right now in the association playing better than Steph and Curry, JD. You can't, and I, you know I don't want to just get sidetracked here. But the MVP in moments like we saw tonight are real; they're tangible, and if he keeps this up. He's in the conversation because he's in mine now. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors win this one 129-127 over the Clippers. You heard from Stephen Curry who hit the game winner. He was the star of stars tonight, but star 1A tonight was Kevin Durant. We'll hear from him coming up next. It's Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Warriors wrap-up continues on 95.7 The Game. Warriors win it tonight, 129-127 over the Clippers. John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson back with you at Oracle Arena. It was a night where the stars shined brightly for the Golden State Warriors. Stephen Curry, the game-winning layup with half a second to go. It was the old Curry Draymond Green pick and roll, and Curry got Montrez Harrell on him, and he went... And when we heard from Stephen Curry, he mentioned Draymond Green did a nice Seal. job of sealing. <laughs> he cleared Avery Bradley out Man. to open up that lane for Stephen Day-day. Curry to get in there for for the layup. He absolutely it was a tremendous seal. Anytime you see a big man on Curry, you figure he can get any shot he wanted I to. I had a flashback too. I know he's healthy of Kevin Love in the finals. Like, is he not gonna get it off? You know, it man. And it was a night where I mentioned the stars, the final 13 points scored by the two Warriors star of stars, Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant. Durant finishes with 35. Oh, by the way, 35. 35. He got to the free throw line a ton, 12 of 15. That's a score. From the free throw line. Stephen Curry got to the line 13 times tonight. For all those out there that say he doesn't do that enough. I'm ready to talk he this did tandem tonight. all time. People think I'm just talking or Kobe, Shaq, uh, Magic, Kareem. Give the, me another two. The only thing, Jordan Pippen. The only thing Stockton Malone. I know they didn't win championships, but they're. And you know, when you think of duos, I think you think of those two. I like that. 
the only reason I don't think you hear about it more is because this is just the third year they've played together. Mm. If it, you know, if it, if it's, if but it, it could was, be a, if, a if chip this was, every year if, in the, if they three peat. If they had played together oh. for as long as let's say Durant played with okay. Westbrook right. and they were still playing together and putting up because that was one of the greatest duos until it ended. Exactly. Right. But if they if they had eight years together, then I think we'd really be having the conversation. But even in the two plus years. I think you're right, Guru. It may be time to to start that conversation, and I have a feeling you're not the only one. Okay, look at you. That's going to be sources. That's going to be talking about those two as as one of why the great he, and, and, maybe all time tandems. And, and it makes you think: Why would he want to leave KD? It's easy for him, JD. It's easy. Some can say too easy, right? Maybe, but look, we got a long time before all that's going to play out. I mean, it's it's wanna, December twenty you know, third. Sit on your couch and dream about. You want to know he's here for the next four years. You do, but you know you what? Know? On December twenty third of <laughs> of two thousand and fifteen, three years ago tonight, we had no idea he was going to be here and leave from Oklahoma City to come That's here. That's a fair point. I mean that that really didn't ramp up until about February. Yeah. And then it died down when those two teams were playing in the playoffs, and it looked like maybe Oklahoma City was going to knock the Warriors out. So it really didn't ramp up again until the Warriors lost in the final. So you think about the way you got Kevin Durant. This is one thing I always try and tell Warriors fans. You think about the way you got him, you got to live with the fact that you might lose him the same way you got him. Mm. That's just Sarah part Nathan, of them. Where were they at? That's just part of it. Not Blossom Hill. Where were they at? <laughs> they were at the, uh, come on, give it the Hamptons. Yo, the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. And what makes them so special as a duo is they're not redundant. They are the exact opposites, J.D., like Shaq and Kobe. Magic and Kareem, they're opposite. And that makes you more powerful to me. We mentioned this nugget earlier. 15-3 and three now. The Warriors, when they have Curry and Durant that's, and Draymond Green and Clay Thompson, when they all play... The Warriors are fifteen and three. That's special. When they don't all play, you you know you look at the Warriors and, and they're, they're eight, second in they're, the West. They're eight and eight. Yeah, it's eight. And, I mean, it's fifteen and three. Oh, eight and eight. And it's eight and eight. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah. So you add it up, and it's twenty three and eleven. And the Warriors are twenty three and eleven. So and there's another column we're going to add to that when Demarcus Cousins plays. <laughs> but we're not going to be adding uh, to that column, I think, for at least another month. <laughs> All right, Warriors get it done 129-127. Let's go ahead and hear from Kevin Durant. He goes for 35 points, 12 boards, five more assists tonight, and three block shots. I'll bet he gets asked about the block shots. But first, he was asked how his ankle is holding up after this one. Good, good. I think it'll be good uh... Yeah. I'm good. Okay, cool. You you were pro- productive across the board, but how did you approach like, hey, when to take your mid range three, attack the basket to get to, get to the foul line? Uh, I never really think about that stuff. I mean, it just presents itself, and I just try to let my instincts and my natural ability just take over. Um, I don't want to I don't want to have my my thoughts get in the way of that. Um, so I just try to just let my body take over in my mind. We talked about this before, but and how much you like to score. But you made a couple of big defensive plays today, and then block especially. I think late in the third, uh, got you guys going and got the crowd into it. When that happens, I mean, and you're fully engaged. Are you? Is I'm it, always is it satisfying? Engaged. Satisfying. I'm always engaged. Okay, when you're always engaged, but when you get a big block like that, is it especially satisfying? And over the course of a game, it makes a difference in the game at the, at that point. 
Yeah, I just like was I, I like just finishing possession and winning possession. I think that's a W for us when we can um, contest at the rim and get out and get a a fast break layup. And um, you know, so I consider that a W for us. And you got to put together small wins to get a, the big win at the end. So um, I was glad I was able to contribute um, in winning a possession. Kevin, what's it like for you when you get rolling offensively? And you look over, and Steph's got it rolling offensively, like he had it tonight. What's it like? Yeah. Uh, you just you just get lost in the game. You don't really realize what you're doing out there, or what the score is, or well, how many points you got, or how many points your teammate has. And you know, you try not to think about like, oh, we got it rolling tonight. We just try to, you know, move on each possession and be the best that we can in the present. And um, Try not to worry about what's going to happen in the next possession on the one before. And um, you could tell that uh, Steph was locked in on just the moment. And usually when you do that, you uh, you have a really good game, especially when, you, when you're at that level that he's on. They were dropping threes in, sometimes contested, sometimes not. When you see a team shooting that hot from three, how do you stay locked in and, and just not let that get you down? Uh, just move. Like I said, just move on to the next possession. I mean, we uh, – there's a couple – couple threes that they made off of just miscommunications and it's some that, that were tough but um, all in all I thought we did a solid job of you know getting more shots than they did um, they put us at the free throw line because they were trying to be physical so we took advantage of that and you gotta you gotta tip your hats on they're a great team man they've been playing well this season and you know Gallinari and Tobias Harris have been leading the way for them in the scoring department and to start with the starting group and then Lou Williams and, and, and Montrez Harrell uh, been been picking it up off the bench, so you knew they can score a bunch of points, but we just tried to weather the storm. How dangerous a team are they in the West? <laughs> They're dangerous because they got constant movement, um, and they got a, a big that can roll to the rim, and Gortat, and also uh, Montrez Harrell. Um, and so when you usually when you have that, especially with the the small ball that's going on around the league. Um, you get more opportunities to have two people on the basketball, and then that's when you scrambling and they knocking down threes. So they just got they got versatile players that can play any style, and they got defenders as well. And you know, I think uh, you can just tell by how they're playing this season that they they're starting to put it together. Uh, Kevin, how much of the Lakers have you seen this season? What have you thought of them, and how different will we be facing LeBron with the Lakers team? Uh, I've seen probably about five or six of their games this season, and uh, just playing fast, man. They're playing fast. They're playing. Uh, just energetic basketball. You can tell um, that they just got, you know, over this last stretch, they've been having a nice little winning streak, and they're just building momentum. And um, obviously, LeBron is a as a force uh, on both ends of the floor uh, with his strength, his passing ability, and his scoring ability. Um, it just opens it up for everybody else. And I feel like Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma and Javale, if Javale's playing, but but those guys have grown and gave him some some great minutes, and you know. Was able to be that Kyle Kuzma was able to be that second guy behind LeBron, so we got our work cut out for us. So some good news from Kevin Durant. Wow! Essentially saying that the ankle is good. He expects to play on Tuesday. Of course, everybody. I mean, that's the game when the schedule comes out in August. You look at, even though I think we all knew, you look at what time's the game going to be between the Warriors and LeBron, and what uniforms the Warriors will be wearing, which we know, the which Christmas is yeah, ones, which yeah. is now <laughs> LeBron with the Lakers. So I think when the schedule came out, we all knew it was going to be the Lakers because LeBron was with the Lakers now. But the time and is it for sure going to be at Oracle, which it usually is when you're the defending champions. I'm, we know, and it looks like Kevin Durant's going to be fine. Yeah, and I'm happy about that. But I'm going to say this: 
I know the Lakers are flashy. They got LeBron James. But in regard to length and big men, I don't think they, outside of JaVale McGee, have active bigs like Harrell and uh, Gallinari who could put it on the floor and shoot it from three. My point is I think the Clippers are a real problem in the West. I think it's a. I think the Lakers. That's real. The Lakers. you that during the yeah, game. Yeah, they're pretty good. I, I think they're good. I don't know how much better the Clippers are than the rest of that fray when I look mm. at the standings. And I just, I mean, I'm looking at them right now. Are the Clippers that much better than the Rockets or or Memphis or well, the Spurs? Denver. They just pounded Denver by 20 yesterday. Yeah, and Denver, but game. then Denver's got a couple of games on them right. in the standings overall. I just, I'm, I'm not sure. I think the Warriors, it's the Warriors, and then it's everybody else to me still. And I know Denver technically's got the best winning percentage. The Warriors technically have the the, the lead in terms of games because they have two more wins, but. One and but one more loss. So technically, the Warriors are up, even though it, it it's all convoluted at this point because nobody's played close to the same amount of games. Now you know I have children, and guess what, Jetty? Real quick, they're young. How young did Alexander look tonight? I could argue he cost the Clippers the game. He did. Was the, he's played well for them tonight? Was not a good okay. game. Tonight was not a good game, as reflected by his three points and his minus fifteen. He was a game, minus fifteen. He was a game worst. Minus 15. And it felt like that. It did. The moment was, yeah, I guess your guy got, you know, what was thing, that, a poke in the eye? Yes, it, that's New what it Williams? looked like. One thing we didn't talk about tonight on the Warriors side, as we wrap it up here on 95.7 The Game, was the starting lineup change. I did see that. The Warriors made a starting lineup change. Draymond Green at center. Jonas Jerebko moves to the power no forward Looney. spot, and Looney drops down. What did you make of that? Into a bench roll. And Looney had 10 off the bench. Yeah, I think Looney's great in that first man, first big man in I like role. It. I think that's perfect. I think Steve Kerr really likes it. And I think it's interesting that Steve Kerr went to Draymond at center because he, he said before the game yesterday that you're going to see more of it because the Warriors really don't have a true center until DeMarcus Cousins comes back because they lost Damian Jones. Damian Jones has a center body, yeah. and nobody else other than Cousins really does. I still think it's going to be flexible game to game, but I think the way Jarebko has played and the way Jarebko can fit in certain and matchups, Guru. Shoot. He was one of five, but he kept letting them go like he believed they were going in. Yeah. And that's it. That's half the battle is believing. I think you're right about that. And then, you know, Draymond Green – he can guard bigger him. players, and bigger players have a tough time with him, and you can run Curry and him in the pick and roll, and it, it makes the Warriors play at a little different tempo, and which Jay is a Mott's positive. special too, man. And I want to say Magic Johnson, but when he's bringing that ball up, I mean, he's so – the versatility, J.D., it's filthy on what he can do that doesn't show up in the box score. It was a thrilling night here at Oracle Arena. Warriors get it done 129-127 over the Clippers. Golden State now 23-11. and They've won eight of their last ten ball games. That's going to wrap it up for us here from Oracle Arena. want to thank everybody involved in the program. I want to say Merry Christmas to everybody involved Tim Jordan, in the yeah, Merry Christmas to Tim Jordan. Uh, also, Lucas Alexander and Alex Scott and everybody back uh, at the studio I'm waiting on well. my gift, you guys. <laughs> Keep it locked to 95.7 The Game tomorrow. Keep it locked to 95.7 The Game on Tuesday uh -oh. because we're going to start it out at 1 o'clock. Ricky Henderson right leading here. off. Right here. Right here at Oracle Arena. Tip-off for that game's at 5. And Tim Roy's going to be on the call with Jim Barnett 
One o'clock, though, is when we're getting it he started. He got it. That's when yeah. we're getting it started. I'm going to be set up here with Mark Medina of the Bay Area News Group. We're going to we're gonna tip things off at 1 o'clock, right. 1 until 3, and then you, Daryl Guru Johnson, and Matt Steinmetz are going to start Warriors live at 3, so a half hour earlier. And I'm breaking the eggnog. And it's going to be a 90-minute show. So a half Love hour it. earlier and a 90-minute show, an extended show for you guys. And then Tim Roy, Jim Barnett with the call. The Warriors pregame show at 4.30, tip-off just after 5 o'clock. And then you and Steiny are going to be back after the ball game for Warriors wrap-up. And I'm going to join you guys after I get Let's back. Let's get it. I'm excited now. At the end. So it's a huge – You bring the turkey. It oh. is a monster day. I'm bringing the nog. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. Well, both of us. You're, you're bringing what we're going to mix yeah. the nog with, <laughs> and I'm bringing the nog. Oh. So okay. thanks so thanks a lot to everybody uh, for, for the show tonight, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Had Warriors win it, 129-127. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll talk to you on Tuesday from Oracle Arena. Good night.